answers. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Well, it's a beautiful day outside. Sunshine, blue skies, uh, a nice walk in the park almost. If you go outside this morning, it'll be uh, be a great day for you to be out there and to enjoy the sunshine, I I think. No, you're wrong. Howard. No? No, 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 no. You poked your nose outside and the rest not, of your body, too? I, I did not go out with the rest of my body, too, because I would have been soaking wet, Howard. It's, uh, it's, it's really coming down. Uh, well, so the sunshine is indoors. Yes, right here with us. All right, we'll bring sunshine into your life, but not into your skies. Uh, rainy morning this morning. Uh, still roaming just around 40 everywhere. 41 at the airport, 40 at the Highlands, 41 in Elm Grove, 41 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Rain on and off throughout the day. It'll rain at some point in some way all day long today. Daytime high could be close to 50, although we're not moving up at all the last couple of hours. We've just kind of stayed right where we are. Uh, Thanksgiving Day will be a sunny day, a high around 50 there. So uh, hopefully it'll be a good day for your uh, turkey goings and um, and hopefully you have big plans there. Nine, ten, ten minutes after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We're talking about polling, Bob, before the break. Um, Frio Stack, Oxford Service, text line. A couple of texts here on polls. Many times the polls are slanted toward the candidate. Well, yeah, that's the point I made. The poll that we had uh, yesterday which Matt Parker talked about. And I'm not criticizing him. I'm sure that they did it. But they tend, if, if a candidate puts a poll into the field, it tends to favor the candidate at least a little bit. So the poll that um, the, the folks for Matt, uh, for uh, Mac Warner put out yesterday, or released yesterday, uh, showed Mac Warner a lot stronger than I think he really is, and a whole lot stronger than the previous poll that had been done by Americans for American AFP, Americans for people, anyways, AFP, that uh, was done on behalf of uh, Patrick Morrissey. And in that case, Morrissey was was far ahead. So it is true that the polls are slanted toward the candidate. You know, I, I, tr I try and look at polls with a, I try and put them in some perspective. But it, it, there are objective polls, you know, the CNN Harris poll, the Harvard poll that came out yesterday showing Trump beating Biden. I wish it wasn't true. Um, I tend to, th to trust those. When you look at polls done by candidates, they're usually respectable people, but still it leans that way. I'm almost afraid to ask this because um, most of the time when we have Mac Warner on, he is uh, talking to us as Secretary of State of the great state of West Virginia. Is he a, is he a Trump guy? Oh, far, 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 far a Trump guy. Oh, man. He, he's an election denier. The, the, the election was stolen. And that's coming from a secretary of state who's in charge of the election process Let me be clear. in our state. Let me be clear. You have analyzed it correctly, my friend. When Mac Warner comes on these days, I and I tell his team, I will talk to him as secretary of state, but I will not get into the po because we'll fight. If I'm going to talk politics with Mac Warner, and I like Mac, I've said that before, and I honestly thought he would be in, um, among the top contenders for the governor's race. 
but he is he is as trumping as you can get. Then the question I'd ask Mac, in all sincerity, then okay, you you've done you've done a really good job as Secretary of State. Why don't you reach out for that endorsement? Because I think it would put you over the top. Why hasn't uh, Trump hasn't Morrissey's a Republican, but he does, does he have that connection with Trump? You know, Morrissey Trump has not, and if I'm wrong, someone can please text me and correct me because I might be wrong. I don't believe Trump is endorsing the governor's race. That's what I'm saying. If I yeah. was Mac, I'd be saying, hey. I don't think he is endorsing the governor's race. Um, I think he endorsed Morrissey in the race with Manchin the last time. And Morrissey does everything he can to make it appear that he's Trump's boy. He went to some event in Mar-a-Lago or someplace where Trump was just last week and put up all these pictures of he. But it wasn't he and Trump like Trump are running. It was he was there and Trump was in the background, you know, but he, he made it look like he was. That, you so. might want to help me out with this, Howard, but I think I would explain to Mr. Morrissey that usually, this doesn't happen a lot, but usually when Mr. Trump uh, endorses a candidate, and then when that candidate, well, doesn't win, doesn't he pretty much uh, w- oh, wash yeah, his hands kind of, of, the, of yeah. that candidate? Yeah. And he, I don't know that he says this about Morrissey, but as a general comment, yes, Trump endorses a candidate, they don't win, and Trump goes, didn't like that guy anyway. I wasn't too crazy about him they anyway. didn't like him anyway, so yeah. Um, but I don't think there's been any endorsement uh, there. But I, I, you, you have, I tell he, the Mac Warner team because he is Secretary of State, and therefore there are legitimate reasons for him to be on this radio show to talk about the election for, as Secretary of State. I, I tell him we will focus only on the Secretary of State's job. I will not get into the politics of it. Now, at some point we will, because at some point we will probably do all the governor's candidates. I'll offer the chance for all of them to be here and talk about it. Uh, also, from the Frio Stack auction service uh, text line on polling, they only poll about 1,500 people most times. You can't rely on that. Th- that argument doesn't hold water, though. Look, you know, they take blood out of your arm, Bob, and they only take this much blood, but they can tell you what's in your system. I mean, it's, samples work. Uh, now, you have the right sample, and pollsters will tell you that. You have to have the right sample. Um, but the fact that only 1,500 people are polled doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad poll. Now, and that I wouldn't go with the number. Like, let's say there was a business out there and there was 150 people. I would look to get in there with the owner and say, look, I just want the truth. I'm not looking at any single angle. You have 150 employees. I would like to see out of that 150 which way you sway, this way or that way. It, didn't, it wouldn't have to be that that many for me because I think the 150 – if done right, like you said, yeah, done, if done w- right. would tell you everything you need to know. More of a of a focus group as opposed to a poll. Just get, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm there with you. Uh, 9.15 of the Watchdog Morning Show. We were talking last hour about, and we're talking to Joe Manchin in about 15 minutes, so st- stick around for that. Um, Manchin, it just depends on who you're talking to, though. Headline, Senate Democrats warn Manchin running for president would risk disaster. Senator Joe Manchin's flirtation with the third-party presidential bid after announcing his upcoming retirement is sparking anxiety among Democrats who warn that Manchin will make a big mistake if he challenges President Biden. Bad news for the Democrats is if Manchin runs as president. Story number two. Joe Manchin is Donald Trump's biggest threat, according to a poll. A uh, new poll out, Manchin... Um, a new poll release says that Manchin might be the Democrat with the greatest chance of beating Trump. That's a Fox News poll, so figure out that, you know. But 
the t- hypothetical polling put Trump against several Democrats, Biden, Manchin, Kamala Harris, Gretchen Whitmer from Michigan, and California Governor Gavin Newsom. And Manchin emerged as the top Democrat of that list against Trump. So it's a point you've been making, Bob. Um, 47% of the voters in this poll, Fox News poll, said they would vote for Trump, while 46% said they would support Manchin. So that's a dead heat. Howard, I think you would be biased, so I would probably not ask so you, you this won't question. Listen no. to what I just said. Okay. Well, I wouldn't in, in this particular <laughs> okay. question. I would like to look, I don't know, again, we wouldn't have to have that many numbers. I'd like to look him in the eye and say, you don't really see how, how much problems the former president is in. You don't have faith in our law system. You think this is all stacked against him. These prosecutors truly believe that he has committed serious crimes here. And the, and the penalty for these crimes would likely put him in jail. You don't see that? I don't know what to, I, I don't know how to answer that, Bob, how to, because I, I don't get it. I truly don't get it. I know that there, I've said before, there's a little group, I call them a cult. There's a little group of crazies out there. You know, Jim Jones had his own cult. He took him to their death with Kool-Aid. There is a cult out there that are Trump, anything Trump says. Is I right. can deal with that cult. It's, right. it's the regular point. citizens that's, that I'm having a my, problem that's with. That's my point. But it seems as if we're hearing more and more, quote, regular citizens, good point, saying that. I don't understand it. I can even, you know what, Bob? I can even understand it if they say, like, I say the opposite. I say, I don't think Biden's the best candidate. But I can't have Trump, for God's sake, so i got to vote for Biden. They're, I can understand if they take the opposite point of view and they say, look, Trump is a disaster, but he's less of a disaster than Biden. I wouldn't agree, but I would get that. No, there are people out there, normal, use your phrase, normal people, who are saying, yeah, Trump's the good guy. He's the guy. He's, I, everything I said, he's a con man, proven, con man fraud, criminal, uh, uh, scam artist. He's a misogynist. He's a rapist. All of these things. And if conversation wouldn't start to drag or didn't look like we were going to throw punches, I would I would bring up a couple things just like you rattled off. I would say, don't you remember from day one, before he was elected, they wanted him to release his tax returns. Mm-hmm. And he fought it and he fought it and he fought it and he just refused to do it. Why do you think that is? Because the, he would incriminate himself. Right, and we now know that. Because That's of the trial. reason he could not, because the numbers did not add up. He was telling folks he was worth this much when people knew that he was not. And if you can't see that, I really think you have problems and you should not vote. And do you remember Stormy Daniels? Do you remember his lawyer was loyal to him? He was loyal to the point that he was going to go to jail. And then he did go to jail. And then he said, well, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be so loyal to this guy. You don't think he knows? Trump wasn't loyal to him. You don't think he knows the real Donald Trump? Wake up, America. Who do I sound like, Howard? Howard, that guy in Cincinnati? Wake up, America. My (laughs) goodness. But it's true. It's true. Um, Real quick, and then we need to do a break, uh, because we got Joe coming in in a bit. Joe. I call him Joe. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Because I was ranting, Howard. And that was a good rant. I love it when you get off on your rants. Um, Seriously, I had something important to say. It's all gone. It's all gone. Joe Manchin, Joe Manchin, and Jeff the rant. Oh, remember I told you yesterday that uh, the, uh, Public Television did a story about Steubenville this past week? Yes, and you said John Saunders. Featured John Saunders, yes. among others. 
And they interviewed a couple that are getting uh, free food from the the uh, the mission up there, and so on and so forth. And and there's you know they used to be steel workers, and now they're not. And uh, Judy Woodruff said, um, "What do you think is the problem, Biden? Steel industry be would be up and running if Trump was in." And I'm thinking, do you not understand the steel industry died long before there was a Trump or a Biden? But we, some people have come to believe that Trump will solve all problems. Well, that's why he's so popular in West Virginia, Absolutely. because he said he would never cut off coal. Except coal production went down when he was in office. But anyway, it's, it's just crazy. Uh, one last uh, mansion story, and then we'll have Manchin. Uh, Biden, advisors, Biden advisors doubt that Manchin will run after toying with third-party presidential candidate. Manchin... Um, Toying with being, uh, per, per, I'm not sure he even is toying with it, but we, the media, are saying he's toying with it. Uh, but uh, Biden says that uh, the Biden advisors think that that uh, Manchin will not run. We'll talk to Joe Manchin coming up in a bit, and we will talk about all of this stuff. But I promised Manchin and his team we talk about a few other things as well. So we'll do all of that coming up. It's 9:21, 21 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold in Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family. Or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. This is West Virginia basketball. NBA straightaway three. Listen to Tony Caridi all season long on your home for Mountaineer basketball. MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Hello, West Virginia. This is Congressman Alex Mooney. You don't have to have an economics degree to see that current policy is not working. The national debt is $33 trillion, record inflation is hurting our families, and this administration's reckless trillion-dollar spending bills just pour fuel on the fire. Not only that, the IRS has been completely weaponized to monitor every dollar in the bank accounts of ordinary Americans, with some claiming people are being targeted unfairly and maliciously. Americans need to know their leaders are fighting to rein this administration in. That's why I've continued to fight wasteful spending in Congress, including voting for a balanced budget. 
I'm Congressman Alex Mooney. If you have concerns about wasteful spending, I want to hear them. Call my office at 304-264-8810 or visit my website at mooney.house.gov. Paid for with official funds from the office of Alex Mooney. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Some more uh, political notes here. We'll take a break and then talk to, hopefully, to Joe Manchin this morning. Uh, I mentioned this earlier. New poll is out. The Harris, uh, the Harvard-Harris poll shows Trump receiving 48% support among the people who were surveyed. Biden, 41%. Uh, that's a pretty significant difference. 11% said they did not know or were unsure who they would vote for, even if all of those unsure vo- uh, broke for Biden, if you believe the poll. Uh, it would be still basically a dead heat. So it's, it's not good news uh, for there. And Trump has picked up a couple points in this particular poll since the uh, last time they did it. In this poll, it shows Trump beating pretty much all the Democrat candidates, though. Uh, he would beat Kamala Harris. He would beat Gavin Newsom. He would beat Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, all uh, would be uh, losers uh, to, to Donald Trump. In this particular poll, I don't see uh, Joe Manchin there. So this is a political comment on this real quick. Politico is asking, what can Democrats do, given the state of the circumstance right now? Um, One Politico writer says, the level of despair as I talk to Democrats is striking, which I can believe that. I mean, I'm getting panic-stricken myself. Um, So what can they do? Woo the never-Trump Republicans. Try to get more Republicans to come across the the divide and vote for Biden. Um, Try to bring in people who will support him like Obama and maybe even Hillary Clinton. I'm not sure Hillary Clinton's the best choice uh, to do that. Jim Messina, Obama's 2012 campaign manager, says, don't panic. That's number one thing for the Bidens not to do. Don't panic. Double down in the battleground states. Remind America of the... This is what you were saying, Bob. Remind America of the chaos that we have with Donald Trump and try to get them to see that. And I guess part of me hopes, hopes, I don't know if I can say believes, Bob, Part of me hopes that these people who are now these, quote, normal people, as you call them, and I agree with you, who are saying, oh, I'm going to vote for Trump. I'm hoping that when the time comes, they walk in the ballot box, their saner head will prevail. They say it out loud, but they'll recognize what a disaster that is. But I don't know. I don't know. And I guess if there is a phrase that defines this 2024 election, Bob, I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe you know this. Let's say things go berserk. Trump somehow looks like he will be elected. Can like the Supreme Court step in and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. We can't have a convicted felon who's looking at sentencing no. become president. We I just can't do that. Well, you know, I, I, all right. It's, it's actually a great question. We don't have time to get into it now, but let me, because that, that's a good point. This 14th Amendment issue, the 14th Amendment that says that if you are an insurrectionist, if you have worked against the interests of your own country, you cannot then hold high office. It was designed to keep people who were part of the Confederacy out. Um, that is being, quite frankly, ruled down in the case of a number of um, a number of the uh, uh, judges across the country. 
But it, but Bob makes a good point. If the time comes, it's conceivable that the Supreme Court could, if, if election occurs and Trump is the guy, could the Supreme Court say, hey, wait a minute, we're going to pull up this constitutional amendment sort of thing and see. So it's a great point, and I just don't know. It's 928. Is the senator ready, or should we take a break, Bob? We're going to take a two-minute break. We're going to do a news right now. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this November the 21st. It was another day of mourning for Tuskegee Valley as funeral services for the victims of last week's I-70 bus crash continued. The tragic accident claimed the lives of three students, two chaperones, and a teacher from Tuscarawas Valley local schools when their charter bus was hit by a semi-truck. In response to the tragedy, Tuskegee Valley schools have decided to extend the Thanksgiving break. Students will not have class until next Monday. And two restaurants teamed up to help families affected by last Tuesday's school bus charter crash on I-70. Texas Roadhouse and Canton-based Bubba's 33 are donating 100% of their proceeds to TV Strong, the group that's helping the families. Two other Texas Roadhouse locations in Columbus also joined in. And in Marshall County, local officials are still asking for the public's help in locating a missing 14-year-old boy. The Marshall County Sheriff's Office says they're looking for Johnny Barker, who's a missing runaway from Route 88. Officials say he also goes by the name LJ and is listed as 6 feet tall and 180 pounds. LJ also got a 304 tattoo on his left forearm and a Paw Patrol dog on his back calf. Anyone with information is urged to contact officials at 304-843-1500. And tonight's the night. The world's largest collection of life-size nutcrackers is on display in historic downtown Steubenville, and they will be out there for the entire holiday season. The tradition was started by the Nelson family from Steubenville, who partners every year with the Steubenville Cultural Trust that organizes and puts on the event. We will be live tonight from historic North 4th Street as they kick off their holiday season in a multitude of events. WTRF is proud to be the exclusive media partner for this year's Nutcracker Village. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. This is great conversation for the holidays or any time of year. You're listening to the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. It's a raining outside, my friends. Rain all throughout the day today. Daytime high, maybe around 50. It's going to rain a little, rain a lot, but it's going to rain all throughout the day today. 41 degrees at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 40 degrees at the Highlands. 41 degrees in Elm Grove. And 42 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. A little bit, of, not a little bit, a good chance of rain tomorrow, at least in the morning. But Thanksgiving Day is going to be sunny. We'll have a high up to around 48 degrees, so it's going to be a nice Thanksgiving Day. And then we'll be looking at uh, uh, maybe some clouds for the weekend. Let me welcome to the show uh, U.S. Senator Joe Manchin. Senator, good morning. By the way, happy Thanksgiving to you. Oh, same to you, Howard. Good to be with you. And hey, we got back quicker than we thought, huh? Yeah, well, I, did. I hate to put you on hold there. I hate to do that. I should never put you no, on no, hold. No, no, no. I meant, I meant, I meant for a while there. You know, now, yeah. I, and I've told him. I said, I want. You know, I, I just want to talk to you as much as possible. I think you're, you understand what's going on up in the Ohio Valley, and as well as anybody, and more committed and dedicated than most everyone. And you've given an awful lot of your time and your life towards helping the area, so I appreciate what you do. Hold on one second, Senator. Bob, cut that out. We're going to make a promo out of that. <laughs> Tate's rolling. <laughs> <Senator>. <laughs> 
But, Senator, here's, uh, the truth is the truth. here is where I am confused, and I think I'm looking at this yeah. differently than almost all of the other reporters that you've talked to, from Nora O'Donnell to Hoppy Kirchival. Sure. Help sure. me understand what it is you're actually looking for, as you say, you're out searching for the middle, for lack of a better phrase. Because I think everybody yeah. is thinking you're trying to look at an office to hold, and I think no. you're looking for a legacy to create. Well, it has nothing to do about office and my next my next political opportunities. I'm not looking for that. I've had 42 years, the honor of my life, serving the greatest state and the greatest people that I was born and raised with than any person could ever ask for. So what comes next? Well, I'm concerned. I'm more concerned about my country and my 10 grandchildren and their life and their opportunities than anything that I've ever been concerned about in my life. So I can tell you I've given everything I've got. Uh, that I've had. I've given everything I've had to my country, to my state. Started out in the House of Delegates, then I was state senator, secretary of state, governor, and now U.S. senator for going on 14 years. And I can assure you, whatever you see and how much worse it's gotten in Washington and the absolute visceral hatred that you hear spewing out of political leaders that should be bringing us together and telling you how good we can be if we work together, is trying to divide you and pick a side. And it keeps getting worse and worse, and they're trying to normalize that type of behavior. And I've said this. It's not going to change from Washington, Howard. If you are waiting for the change, the great change to come from Washington, that won't happen. And the reason why, it's become a business. The business Mm -hmm. of Republican and Democrat politics in Washington is very profitable for the business model, and they're not going to change. As long as they can basically get you riled up and you start sending money because you think this per. This side is worse than that side. That side is the evil, and you want to make sure. And your side might not be great, but it's better than that side because they made you believe that. Rather than trying to improve the whole system, you'll continue to keep rewarding bad behavior. And I've just said it's only going to change if people that common sense people that have worked hard, that pay their taxes, that work themselves and take care of their families and have the values, the core values of us as Americans, with the freedom and liberty and basically family values and and the compassion and the moral values that we have, if that doesn't come forth and you get driven pretty soon, we're going to have a, not only a divided country, we're going to have anarchy on our at our doorsteps here that's going to create a problem that we're not going to be able to fix. Senator, what, so what do you want to see done? Or as you talk to, yeah. uh, quote, the middle, you go out around the country, I guess, I'm going to talk to a lot of people, and, 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 and you, you talk to them and you find like-minded individuals out of that conversation, out of those conversations, what is it you want to see done? Well, I would like to see people basically start demanding more from the people that ask them for their vote. If I'm going to ask you, Howard, and say, Howard, I really want you to support me. I would appreciate you considering me. And if you'll give me a donation and contribution, I'd really appreciate it. If I was you, I would say, hey, Joe, uh, I don't give contribution and donations to politicians. I'm willing to make an investment for my country. And if you're going to represent me, what are you going to help my country be? How much better can it be? What are you going to do differently? Start holding people accountable. Just don't basically, I come in and say, hey, Howard, I need you to help me because this person running against me is a horrible person, and this, 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 and this is what's wrong with them. You should be saying, well, Joe, what's right with you? What's going to be different? That's, that, I mean, we're just not asking the right questions. We have nobody basically demanding any type of accountability from the people that, are, that have been serving us. And I've come to the conclusion, Howard, I believe in term limits. I've never been a big supporter of term limits because I thought there's so many good people with so much experience could really be helpful. But anymore, 
I don't know if that's to be the fact anymore. So I've said, hey, wouldn't it be great if we had one 18-year term for the Supreme Court? One 18 years, that's it. One six-year term for the president so you don't have to worry about running for re-election. Do the right thing for the country. You're in the highest position in the in, in, in leader of the free world. Just don't worry about getting reelected. Just get in there and do the right thing. And then two six-year terms for Senate and six two-year terms for the House. That'd be more than enough. How are you going to change the uh, How are you going to change the root problem? Is basically you got out of 435 congressional districts, 390 are non-competitive. It's already it's, it's already cooked. A Democrat or Republican is going to win those. Senator, you also have to find somewhere, somehow, or I'm assuming you do, good candidates to step forward and fill these roles. Um, you you know how hard that is. Look how hard it's going to yep. be to replace you on the Democrat side of things here in West Virginia, for example. I mean, finding good candidates to come forward is maybe the bigger key. We might have p- people who want to vote for the right candidate, the the candidate who's willing to look at things, you know, all from yeah. all different factors. But we got to find those candidates. Well, we might have to change the primary process. If you can't change redistricting, how politicians are, uh, are drawing their district lines to protect their ideological, whether it be a D or an R, why don't we look and see how we elect, are elected in the primary? Get more competition in the primary to where a person that might not have as much money or notoriety or name identification can get in the primary and really compete. Right now, you can't compete in the system we have because it's a closed system. You only have a duopoly of two Democrat-Republican. You don't have very little activity. And I can just give you this example. My dearest friend, uh, Lisa Murkowski from uh, from Alaska, if it hadn't been for ranked choice voting, she'd have never won. I never even knew about ranked choice voting mm-hmm. primaries, but I'm learning more and more about it. Her. I want to know more about it. I want to know different opportunities, open primaries. You can go in and do what you want. You can cross over primaries. All these types of things, so you can basically give a person who might not have a chance because they come from a political party that's been, like in West Virginia, the super minority of a Democrat party today in West Virginia. And it used to be that way for Republicans. But having a crossover primary, maybe that would help. There's things you can do. So you're, you're, you're talking not just about finding a consensus of people who are looking for a more of a middle ground, a more compromised, more moderate, whatever. You're also talking about changing the system in a couple of different ways. You have to. First of all, first of all, Howard, I think most of the people uh, are common sense, are common valued. They believe that the system uh, used to give them what they needed there, basically a, 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 a candidate that had the ability, vitality, and uh, the moral values of representing America. And now today they're concerned about how come a person, and Joe Biden's been pushed completely left. I I know him well, good person, and we've gotten along fine for many, many years and still do. We just disagree. And I've told him, I said, you've been pushed so far left, you're not the person that you ran when you told people, I can be in the middle. I know how this place works. Look at my voting record. I've always been making deals. And he did. But what happened? Okay, and then you have Donald Trump coming in and trying to normalize this visceral spewing of hatred and denigrating the system itself, not having any. I mean, when you think about here's a candidate that basically only believes the fair election is the one he won, only believes that the, the, the rule of law pertains to everybody but him. You can't do that. You can't start calling people names and denigrating the judicial system and everything that we hold near and dear that make us different and really 
uh, as representing the superpower of the world with that type of a demeanor. You just can't do it. It will destroy democracy as we know it. So that's why you have both candidates that aren't polling very highly uh, as far as within their own respective parties. But the parties are going to be forced to be the, they'll be the standard bearers of the party the way things are going. Yeah, I've never seen an election where, where both candidates are disliked by <laughs> even by their own parties. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a horrible situation. Never happened in history. Never has. Senator, um, so are you, what are you going to be doing? I want to get to a couple of real quick things. I know time is short, but sure, what, real quick. what do you, what are you going to do? I mean, you talked last time you were on the show about taking a tour. Are you going to get on a bus and travel the country? Or, I mean, what's, no, what's I'm, your I'm game plan? I, I've been invited to different areas. I mean, up in a different the battleground state, just be able to speak to different groups of what's the difference. What you, and if I can get them, what you should be looking for? You know, I know that a, a third a third party candidate, myself or anyone else that want to jump into that phrase, is really, a, really a long shot. But if you can get a movement to where you can move the two established parties, the Democrat-Republican, back to where their roots are, where they've come from, and what they've been able to, you know, produce over all these years. If they can get back to some normality, Howard, this is not normal. I mean to tell you, people tell me, I can't even watch television anymore. i got to turn the news off. It's just too much for me. And so, one's enough, enough. I think we've hit that threshold where enough is enough and it's too much right now. Senator, you have uh, you said in this conversation that uh, term limits might be an idea because people could be freed from the need to be perpetually in re-election mode. You are now freed from re-election mode for this next year, the rest of your term. What do you intend sure. to do with the rest uh-huh. of your Senate term? Well, basically, I want to make sure that we follow through on everything that opportunities in my state of West Virginia, who I work for every day, is going to come through. Come through. First of all, Internet connectivity everywhere in, the, in, in our state. I, there should not be a household that does not have uh, access to high-speed uh, high uh, Internet service, affordable high-speed Internet service, the same as they were afforded electricity in 1936 when Franklin Roosevelt had the uh, rural electrification. Things that basically we need, opportunities. Look what's happening up in the northern panhandle now with form energy coming mm-hmm. and all these others coming behind that is going to be tremendous opportunity. Down the Ohio River, all the opportunities are coming with Nucor and all the different ancillary jobs that are coming with that. There's so much going to be revitalized as far as in our state if we take the opportunity and the transition coming. The hydrogen hub, think about that. That's going to bring almost 20,000 jobs of opportunities. Do we have the workforce for that? Okay, and, and I just think that basically attracting people that had to leave the state thinking they could find a job to come back, I want to make sure that we fulfill everything that we've got in the hopper right now for the opportunities that West Virginia should be able to benefit by. The follow-through right now, we've put everything in motion. We've had the most successful 217th Congress in the history of our country. We did everything in a bipartisan way, and that happened because myself and, Lisa and Susan Collins had that policy committee started back way back when in the Senate, and we've kept that going. But we've cured the Electoral Count Act to where people now, that, that'll never happen. January 6th will never be uh, an opportunity where people think they can thwart the outcome of an election. That can never happen again. We did that in a bipartisan way in the most divisive times of our lives here in politics. And now with the CHIPS Act, bipartisan infrastructure, my goodness, the billions of dollars we brought to West Virginia. And I hope the legislature understands that windfall is not going to come again. 
Right. Billions and billions, over $10 billion has come to West Virginia when you think about just in transportation, the highway system, what we did uh, and, and bringing to the state. You know, we brought uh, uh, as far as let me just see where we had. I want to tell you exactly what happened. Well, you had the arch, too. I told you about that. But Three billion dollars in the highway system. Three billion dollars of additional federal dollars. Five hundred and six million for repairing uh, bridges, 487 in wastewater and drinking water systems. And we're going to finish finally. We're going to finish now, uh, quarter H. We yep. got that under under wraps to, to do and bringing down uh, insulin to thirty five dollars. That was all done. We did all of that. The Inflation Reduction Act. You know, we're producing more energy today than ever before, and we're doing it cleaner, and we have less emissions than we've ever had in the last two decades. And we're we're doing that because of the bills we we worked on. Senator, your staff will yell at me if I don't let you go. So um, I, <laughs> I appreciate. Oh, you no, I enjoy I enjoy being with you and talking to all of our good friends up but, up in the, in the northern Panhandle. I just uh, it's just a wonderful place, and I've enjoyed it so much. And my dear friends are still there, and I'm going to come visit them some more. All right. Well, I hope as you go out and uh, travel the country and meet with other people that you remember us back here, and that uh, we'll have a chance to talk again. We'll sometime. keep talking. No, no, you can't get away from us. Telling you exactly what's going on. All West right. Virginia could lead the way right now. Common sense. Senator, I, I hope I hope to I hope to talk to you again very soon. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Hoppy, let me say one thing to all to all your listeners right now. Uh, the Thanksgiving starts the most blessed of all seasons this this time this time of year. And today, uh, with uh, two days away from uh, Thanksgiving, if you can count your blessings, you can share your blessings. And I'm sure that if you have people in your neighborhood or in your town that need those blessings right now, that you can share with them. I hope you reach out to those less fortunate. Senator, happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you. Okay, uh, Howard, same thanks to you. a lot. Bye-bye. U.S. Senator uh, Joe Manchin this morning here on The Watch. Did he call me Hoppy? Yeah, I'll cut that out of the tape, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time. That's all right. Uh, 9.46, 14 to the hour. And I thought that was interesting. It was, but it didn't tell us a lot. But Well, I think it did. I, I, I There's at least in my mind, maybe my mind. With, okay, he, is he running for president? No. Okay. I think he said that pretty clearly. Um but I, what I th- think is he's talking because I'm trying to figure out what is it he wants to do. He, it's not just finding people who want to vote in a bipartisan way. He's talking about changing the system, changing the gerrymandering system, changing the primary system, uh, changing the way we elect people, uh, term limits. These are these are more overarching issues than just the next election. So m- maybe I'm maybe I I had a different image going in. This is a different approach than what I think I envisioned him. To. I don't think he's looking for an office. I maybe, don't think he wants an office. Maybe I heard something different. But, uh, you know, with the, with the turmoil here in the Democratic Party, if, if they push President uh, B- Biden out, th- I think this would help uh, Joe Manchin if, if he's able to pull it off. But See, I, I don't I, know. It, it's, and I'd still, I mean, I'm, we, we both heard this conversation. We both heard the others. I just don't think Joe Manchin is looking for another job. I think he's looking to build a legacy. Well, let me check my headphones here. Uh, I didn't hear him say no. I have no interest in being president, Howard. Did, did I miss that? Well, he did say he doesn't think a third-party candidate can possibly win. I mean, he said Okay, that. but I just said if they push one or the other out, yes. then he might uh, cruise right in there. You, you, you could be right. I, I think everybody, and, and I'm by, listen, you're in the far, far majority, pal. I think everybody is thinking in terms of election and getting into an office, whether he wants to run again for the Senate or whether he wants to be uh, president. I truly believe him when he says he's looking to build a legacy. He wants to change this country. 
Am I naive? Go ahead and say I'm a naive. It's okay because I probably am. I, th- I think you're a little bit. I just think he's just kind of waiting to see what happens. It's a dozen till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Enjoy a whaling wonderland Saturday, December 9th as the Nailers take the ice for action-packed hockey. Game time, 710. Explore the Holiday Village for unique and cool gift ideas from area boutiques and shops. There's a pom-pom hat giveaway. Stop by to see Santa and the Winter Princesses. And take part in the always fun teddy bear toss. Enjoy free hot chocolate while supplies last or purchase adult hot chocolate drinks. Get tickets now. Call 304-234-GOAL or go to wheelingnailers.com. Ready to take your driving experience to the next level? Look no further than Toyota, the pioneers of automotive technology. With Toyota cars, trucks, and SUVs, you'll discover a world of cutting-edge innovation at your fingertips, like advanced driver assist features, seamless connectivity, and unparalleled safety systems. Go to buyatoyota.com for special offers, then visit your local Toyota dealership. Offers end August 1st. Toyota, let's go places. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're gonna get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we're here 24 seven. We're available to see somebody. When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. When disaster strikes, just pick up the phone. He's a jolly old man with a big white beard. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe with 10,000 watts of power. It's nine before the hour. We are the Watchdog Morning Show. Thanks, Senator Manchin, for uh, joining us uh, again. I thought, uh, first of all, man, he was saying nice things about me. Did you, did you suppose the staff wrote that for him? Well, no. You and him go back a long ways, Howard. I, I, uh, I, I you know, it was nice. It was enjoyable. Do you think that gets me a raise or anything? No, but uh, we can both fantasize a little bit what would happen if he was living at uh, 1600 uh, Pennsylvania Avenue, Howard. Just between you, you and me, right? Yeah, no, just, you you didn't turn us. the mics on yet, right? No, just us. I was thinking about this last night. I was going to say to him, listen, Senator, in case, just in case you're thinking about, you know, the White House, 
I want you to know I like watching it. And I would be willing to move. What do they call the FCC guy? Would he be the director of the Federal Communications Commission, well, Howard? Howard Monroe? I'm somewhere in the, uh, you know, like Allison Janey on uh, on West Wing, you know, somewhere. Oh, in the so you want to actually be there oh, in the West the Wing? Support. Yeah, yeah. It was really, I was thinking, how do I say this to him politely? Listen, in just I know you're saying you don't want, but just in case you get over there. Take me to Washington with you, Joe. You That's know, what you say. I, I wouldn't mind, you know, doing a, you know, I say I'm thinking about retiring, but I don't have to. I'm younger than you, Joe, so I got time. All right, let's go. <laughs> That's not going to happen, but either I'm probably. But let's go to uh, Bob Westfall from the Big 7, WTRF TV. Good morning, Bob. Morning, Howard. So uh, you did get the uh, Senator Manchin interview then, huh? Well, I got the interview, just didn't get the gig. I was going to ask him if he maybe had, if he goes to the White House, could he take me along with him? I think Bob was getting at you had to, everybody had the right days lined up. I think yeah, is where he I was going with that. I know what he was going for, and I've already gotten embarrassed enough by that. So, um, so, um, but you know they give tours of the White House, right? So you probably go on your own. Yeah, but that doesn't exactly what I was thinking about. But hey, maybe I'll just I'll just take a tour and get a picture taken, and I'll claim, hey, I'm in the White House now. I don't know. There you go. That's about as far close as I'm going to get. So, uh, yeah, I understand. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what Senator Manchin is doing. Uh, I, I think he gave us a little, gave me, I felt, more info today about he wants to change the system, talking about term limits, talking about gerrymandering, talking about a change in the primary system, which is a little bit different than the things we've been hearing talk about, you know, just just finding people who are willing to vote bipartisan and so on. So. I don't know. I, maybe he's not sure what he's. Maybe he's going to go and try and figure this out. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, good luck, Dylan. I Indeed, I do know that uh, it's uh, almost time to wrap up here. So it means it's time to talk about what's going on at the Big Seven today. All right. Some things working on today is Jake uh, McConfie is right now as we speak at Pittsburgh International Airport. Uh, it's going to be one of the busiest, if not the busiest, holiday travel weekends. Uh, in history, uh, talking about 55 million people traveling, whether it's by air, train, car, bus. Uh, so it's going to be a busy weekend. So we're uh, we're at the Pittsburgh International. We're going to talk to people there, see what's going on, see where they're going, and see how smoothly or or unsmoothly uh, the travel is going. So we'll have that report at five and six o'clock from Jake. Uh, a couple other things working on. I think you had Bishop Cummings on last week mm-hmm. uh, talking about his trip to Africa right. and and what blessings are. And D.K. Wright's working on a story similar to that. What is a blessing? What's a blessing? Uh, so we are going to talk to the bishop about his trip to Africa, how thankful some people are. Uh, sometimes we forget how good we have it yep. um, compared to others. So uh, we're going to do a story today on what's a blessing. Uh, talking to Bishop Cummings, so I really like that story. Appropriate for this time uh, of year, certainly. Uh, the Nutcracker uh, Village kicks off tonight. Uh, Light-up night in Stuville has been delayed till Friday, but the Nutcracker Village, the people behind that are still having their events. Uh, so we'll be live tonight there, and Lisa will be covering that. Uh, let see, 5 and 6. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so we'll be covering that tonight uh, from Leonardo's Coffee Shop. And what else we got? Uh, Wheeling Council meet tonight. All right, County Commission tonight. We've got Bailey going to those tonight, so we'll see who comes out of that. <laughs> and, and that's kind of what we've got gearing up. 
Right. Uh, still got three teams involved in uh, high school football championship possibilities. So Scott and Dugan are going to be following up on that. And right now it is pouring at the Fortress of Solitude. So <laughs> Zach and Adam are working on that today. So uh, it's a little wet out there today. All right, listen, my friend, uh, we're all, you and I don't talk on Wednesdays, and then we're off uh, Thursday and Friday. So what? I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving uh, and uh, have uh, have a good week. Next time we talk, uh, we'll, be, we'll be in the full-fledged holiday season. We'll be starting to talk about Christmas. Yeah, so uh, have, a, have yourself a happy Thanksgiving. I uh, hope you have a good one. All right, guys. To you, Bob, Bob uh, it's a pleasure. I know I goof with you all the time. But it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys. I look forward to the morning. So I want you guys to have a great, happy Thanksgiving. I, I want this to be a good one. Right, right back at you, Bob. Same to you. I appreciate it, Bob. Thanks very much. Bob Westfall, Big 7, WTRF-TV. You know, I, I, everybody does understand, right, that, like, when we zing Zach or we joke with Bob, everybody does understand that we're all friends, right? We're just snapping each other with the towel in the locker yeah, room. Exactly. That's all we're doing. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, it's... Um, I worry sometimes that people get get the wrong impression. I think Bob was saying that too. Hey, you know, we 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 joke a lot, and Bob's always you know poking me. Um, but I, we we can, we have a good time. We have a good time. We do, and uh, I really appreciate those guys, uh, Bob and Brenda and DK. And every morning we get to talk to Adam, and it's just uh, it, I and I'm not just saying this. I I feel good being part of that team, and I feel really good they're they're part of our team. I I, you, I couldn't say it any better, and I can't say it any more. I I you know being part of the TV17, having them as news partners with us, I'll be very honest, uh, is is very important to us, and it that adds, station means a lot to Howard it, and I. It adds a little luster to us. You know, I worked there. Now we're together partnering here. And I just think it's uh, I and they're they're good folks, and they bring a lot to the team. Taylor uh, and Rebecca with the Ohio Valley headlines in the morning every morning, and of course Adam uh, the weather every morning, uh, and then in the afternoon five to six o'clock the entire hour of local news and Mark Curtis and his team down in Charleston, uh, just all all great people. Um, but we have one more day to go. I think tomorrow is going to be a pretty light day. I don't know that I have anything serious planned. Maybe we'll give away a couple turkeys. We have gobble, gobble, gobbles to give away. Um, so we'll be giving away turkeys tomorrow. Stand by for that. Now, listen, if you're a winner tomorrow, come and get your turkey because uh, we shut down on Thursday and Friday. But uh, we'll give away some more turkeys. I got a whole bunch of collected Thanksgiving tidbits and polls and stuff just for fun. And who knows? I mean, there may be breaking news or there may be new. I didn't realize he said council meets tonight. Did he say council meets tonight? I think he did. So there could be council stories for more to talk it about. Might be breaking news. It could be something of that nature. And for all you Steeler fans out there, in case you didn't hear, uh, the Steelers told my, Matt Canada, get your stuff. We don't want to see you around here anymore. Get out of here. And we hope you have a lousy Thanksgiving to boot. But to the rest of you, we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock for a short edition of the Go Around of the Big Gig. Enjoy your day. See you in the morning as we head closer and closer to Gobble, 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 Turkey Day. FM 98.1, AM 1600, WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville.